This podcast is brought to you by Old Bike Bond, and you can check them out at oldbikebond.com or on Instagram at oldbikebond. And if you're looking for parts for your bike, whether it be a Harley or an old Japanese uh, motorcycle, uh, you can find what you need there on oldbikebond.com. And uh, they also have their own line of uh, handmade uh, leather goods and knives and and whatnot. Anything you need, riding uh, gear, uh, motorcycle parts, whatever it is to keep yourself up on the road, you can find it at oldbikebond.com. Um, and if you have issues sleeping or with anxiety or, you know, uh, inflammation or whatnot, you need to check out Cradlelate Clear. Uh, they make uh, some of the best CBD oil I've ever encountered. So check them out, cradlelateclear.com. Um, I use uh the mint chocolate one at night or the blueberry one at night and sleep like a fucking infant. Uh, it's, it's great. It's great stuff. So ch- check them out. Cradlelateclear.com. If you use the promo code big truth at checkout, you get 20% off your order. Um, and I don't know what it's like where you are, but here it hit today. It hit the humid about 90 degrees out swamp taint weather so you need to check out manscape.com and get the lawnmower 3.0 basically a ball and genital razor that will uh help you shave down there and groom down there and keep everything manageable uh deforest the swamp uh so that it's not a fucking stinky drippy mess so um and uh you know they got special ceramic blades on that thing so you uh less apt to uh, cut a nick or scrape yourself down there because the last thing you want to see is ball blad ball bag blood on your finger no one wants that so check them out manscape.com use the promo code big truth at checkout they got all kinds of other things uh you know whether it's creams and elixirs and uh you know all kinds of grooming and uh ball health type uh wares over there at manscape.com use the promo code big truth at checkout you get 20 percent off your order and free shipping over there and while we're talking about 20 percent off you need to check out amerta um the uh the the illest uh streetwear um company out there you know what i mean and and brand out there um you probably saw the shirts uh you know uh sorry you know (coughs) excuse me something went down uh i have some ice in my mouth i'm drinking uh, a tito's and bang energy drink and uh some of it went down wrong but you might have saw you know uh stop glorifying rats or other other ones of their um apparel line uh Shit's all over the place. Need to check them out. They're homegrown. Uh, they do all their screening in-house, and uh, they use American-made uh, textiles whenever they can. And, uh, you know, so whether you need a T-shirt, a hoodie, socks, pomades, they got dope scarves. I know it's, we're nowhere near that season now, but you might live out in Alaska or some shit, um, or Siberia, and uh, you need that shit right now. But check them out at omertamia.com or on Instagram and all the social medias at omertamia O-M-E-R-T-A-M-I-N code of silence type shit you know what I mean and if you use the promo code Big Truth Day you get 20% off your order there so go to omertamia.com promo code Big Truth at checkout you will get 20% off your order now if you happen to be in the unfortunate situation where you're in a motorcycle accident, you need to check out LawTigers.com. They are a law firm that specializes in motorcycle accidents, and um, they were founded by riders and uh, in service of riders. Um, and if you go to Facebook and type in Law Tigers in your state, for example, Law Tigers, Massachusetts, you will get in touch with the local office. Um, so. 
um, which you're going to get in touch with anyway if you go to the big uh, main site. Um, so LawTigers.com or go on Facebook and type in Law Tigers plus your state and uh, to get in touch with your local office. Now, if uh, you are into weird shit, like you find yourself into into the dark arts or like fucking occult shit, fucking, you know, serial killer shit, you know, weird shit. Or if you're like heavy into drugs and psychedelics and whatnot, or just uh, a chopper uh, and custom motorcycle or custom van aficionado, you need to check out what my man Zach Doom at Heavy uh, Clothing is throwing down. You can check them out at uh, heavy.bigcartel.com or uh, on Instagram at Heavy Clothing. Uh, they got all kinds of clothing and nefarious wares uh, to keep you going. You know what I mean? Get get you, get you up, get you running, uh, you know, keep you in a cool spot. So check them out, heavy.bigcartel.com. And if you're looking for more information and just to get up with other people that are in the motorcycles and choppers and whatnot, you need to check out chopcult.com. They got the biggest online message board out there, um, you know, all broken up by topic so you can find stuff easy. Uh, they have an online swap meet where you can buy, sell, trade parts. Uh, they have a... Um, uh, like a an area where you can go to check out like an events calendar where you can check out uh, what kind of motorcycle related events are happening near you, and the you know they have a mailing list and they'll send you like a a, a weekly digest with a uh, just news and whatnot, and the best part of it all, absolutely free, big fucking donut there, nothing they don't chat they don't ask your credit card nothing like that. <clears throat> So you need to check them out at chopcult.com and just chopcult on all the uh, social medias. If you uh, want to check out my shop, uh, my motorcycle shop, it's a full service brick and mortar motorcycle shop. And we also have an online store as well. Go to chopahead.com, which is just C-H-O-P-P-A-H-E-A-D.com. Or even better, if you're in New England, come to the fucking shop, come in, hang out. You know what I mean? You need a helmet, try a helmet on. You don't have to guess. You know what I mean? You can come in, try shit on, and, uh, you know, and know that it's the right fit. Um, Or if you need uh, an oil change or a whole custom motorcycle built, we can do that. Everything in between. Um, And we sell an array of parts and uh, swag and apparel uh, online. So check us out at chopahead.com, including our leather Defender gloves that are Kevlar-lined, hand-made in the U.S. out of 100% deerskin leather, uh, Kevlar-lined palms and uh, under the fingers, so Kevlar-lined bottom sides. In case you go down, you got an extra layer of protection there, or you find yourself in a knife duel or some bullshit, you know, it's going to help. Now, if you're one of these motherfuckers with the super, super, like, Kevlar uh, sharpened uh, Kevlar cutting knives, you know, shit can happen. You know what I mean? So don't be an idiot and try and slash your hand on purpose, um, as you've seen me do. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, check us out, chopahead.com, on all the social medias at chopahead, C-H-O-P-P-A-H-E-A-D. I think it's chopahead customs with a K on Facebook. Um, but on Instagram, it's just chopahead. Um, if you are looking for even more power, apparel, apparel, it's hard to say apparel with a Boston accent. Um, you need to check out Pitchfork at pitchforkny.com. Uh, excuse me. This this fucking drink's going down hard today. It's probably because it's so fucking hot and I'm like, I was just drinking it like a savage. 
it's hot in the shop because it's a uh, you know we got a cement uh, concrete floors and all that and fucking concrete walls cement floors just holds in the humidity i'm sweating like a bastard just drinking and getting hopped up on bang energy and and uh and tito's um neither of which are sponsors i'm just giving a shout out because that's i'm just uh reporting on what i'm drinking here um but yeah check out pitchfork at pitchforkny.com uh biggest motherfuckers in the game as far as in like the the the, the heavy music uh world apparel and uh they have their own record label too uh and they got a new uh new york hardcore uh lp drop and so check them out pitchforkny.com and uh yeah, last but not least, if you want more information on the podcast, check out BigTruthPodcast.com. Every episode's up there. Um, always, if you can, please, um, wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Apple uh, in the, uh, in the uh, podcast app or on Android or uh, YouTube, wherever it is you're listening, please hit like or subscribe or leave a review, write a comment, uh, leave stars, you know what I mean? Um but yeah, please, please, that that helps us uh, go and grow and get the show out there deeper into the algorithms that I don't fully understand. Um, and last but not least, if you want to financially support the show, check us out, patreon.com slash big truth. There's four different levels of uh, patronage that you can uh, subscribe to, and they all come with their own level of benefits and uh, free shit and whatnot. So check us out, patreon.com slash big truth. Enough of me yammering. We got a cool episode coming up in a second here. Actually, not even just a second. It's coming up right now. Yes, again, once again, we got liftoff. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Big Truth Podcast, and I'm stoked today to get my man Matt Jackson here on the phone, uh, broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. What's happening, Matt? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, hanging out here. Appreciate you having me on. No, absolutely, man. I'm stoked you're on, and uh, you know, as always, you know, I wish I wish this could be uh done in person but you know when i was just out there a couple months ago we filmed a, a segment for you for for chop ahead tv so it was more important to get the, the the video shit done while we were out there and i didn't bring the podcast and shit so um so that yeah definitely it's always good to talk yeah 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 so um we got just as a heads up like season one is going to be dropping soon we'll have some announcements on that soon but um yours is going to be um on the fr you're, you're the first segment we filmed that's actually going to be for for season two and uh oh nice and so yeah man but it was stoked and, and you're not even you're not even in that shop anymore are you didn't you move no i'm not i moved yeah i moved out by the uh circuit of america's out out a little bit outside of town yeah you you uh you like being out there better oh i love it man um the shop that like uh that i'm attached to is is uh bud's motorcycles which uh was around from like 1976 in east austin and was also like you know had a huge impact on um my involvement in motorcycles and the people i met and uh and i owe a lot to that place it's crazy because since i've been like a part of that shop over there um they have the the old files and stuff from buds and 
I pulled up my file, like I'm talking like handwritten work orders and stuff, you know, and with my name on it from like 12 years ago. Oh, that's and awesome. it was like getting a wheel balance and stuff like that. You know, it was, it, you know, it's cool to see that stuff. Cause it's, it's really like you go around anywhere in the country, they know who Bud was, you know, and it, it's, uh, I feel very grateful to have, um, experienced that and, and to, to have literally called Bud a, a friend of mine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's cool that it's old school, but they still like kept records of everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know about you. I, like, I don't have, rec- I don't have that type of records. Like I wish I did. You <laughs> yeah, know what same. I mean? <laughs> Fucking them. You know, it's from another generation. They were probably trying to do things well, but like it was all, you know, handwritten work yeah. orders and whatnot. He had, a, I remember him having an accountant and like, I remember seeing a lady at a desk with like a, you know, like the old school calculator with the, yeah. with the receipt paper and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah fuck yeah you, i got one of those i don't use it though but yeah yeah fucking I, I i all my work orders are handwritten but like like they're just put I'll away do. they're put away in boxes like you know like with all the tax shit for that year you know what i mean so i got them yeah but they're all in boxes like yeah you know two thousand. Well, this is how that was you know yeah. yeah this is how that was it just got pulled up with my name out of one you know i actually use like a bunch of spreadsheets and stuff um yeah. Cool. You know, it's got formulas and whatnot in it, which is surprising for me. But yeah. I have a degree in all that stuff, which is very, also very surprising. Yeah. Um, and here I am. Yeah, it's it's always funny when people find out, like, dudes like us that are, like, immersed in the chopper shit and all the music shit or whatever, and we actually have degrees and shit, you know, <laughs> just fucking... Yeah, I know. You're, like, some sort of genius, too, right? I forgot. No, not, not too, really. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> if I, if I was, I, I'd, I'd be doing something way more lucrative, and, and <laughs> nah, I probably wouldn't. I, I, I love this, you know, like, obviously, we could choose whatever path we want. We had different things open of to course. us because of, because of what, the work we put in, but we choose to do this this you know like at, what was yours biochemistry no mine was anthropology medical anthropology like i used oh to, yeah same yeah yeah i used to i used to just <laughs> I like, that, yeah. hang out with like shamans and shit you know what i mean and then uh, yeah i had a i had a minor in anthropology yeah oh did you cool yeah so you get it yeah, yeah. yeah. and then i did uh cancer stuff and whatnot and and then what, uh, right on, yeah. but yeah man but fucking you know it was just you know you tried i tried i tried to do it the you know go into the regular world and and I lasted a while. I lasted a little while, but then I was like, I can't fucking do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And, uh, you know, so I make way less money and uh, have like a million times more stress and got the great hairs to prove it. But, you know, I wouldn't trade Isn't it. Isn't it know. weird how we're like drawn to that? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, right, right, probably when you went full-time for yourself, you noticed the gray started just fucking hitting, right? <laughs> like, fucking. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it's probably right about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a... I'm really drawn to biting off more than I can chew, I think. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's all you can that's the only way you can stay afloat and I think in the industries that we're in, you know what I mean? It's like you got to yeah. keep fucking hustling and being like under the gun and behind because like uh, you know, I don't know. It's like fucking crazy. Like right now, Laconia. It's the only is, way to make a living. Yeah. Yeah, Laconia is coming up next week, so it's a fucking madhouse in here, you know, because everyone's awesome. trying to get their bike in before Laconia, and it's like, all right, we'll do what we can, man. Like you know, you you had you had all winter to think about this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck yeah, but now things are opening up big, huh? So they're gonna really. It's probably gonna be a good a good uh, rally. Big yeah. one. Yeah. Well, we um, Massachusetts finally lifted everything, and uh, so we're. We're more in line with you guys now, like as far as like, uh, and then, um, 
you know, there's still like, you know, there's some places like that you got to wear masks, like hospitals and shit and stuff. But like, yeah. by and large, you know, they they just opened everything up finally, and and uh, so yeah, it seems like things are getting back to normal, you know, quote unquote, yeah. whatever that is. And the crazy thing is, is, you know, you're not hearing about any big spikes or anything crazy, you know, and it's just like, you know, so. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Planet X. <laughs> Planet <laughs> X, yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, Naribu's coming into orbit and fucking, yeah. Um, but <laughs> fucking, um, but yeah, man. So what's been up in Austin, dude? Like, I know we were out there a few months ago for my, uh, Sean's wedding and we got to hang and stuff. But yeah. like, what, what's going on? So you, so you got the move. Um which is yeah, always, always uh, going to be a stressful and fucking horrible, but then worth it in the long run, you know? But No, definitely. And, and uh, yeah, I got I actually got COVID right before the move. The week I was supposed to be moving, it was the day before my birthday. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I got it. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, I got it. I found out I had that, like, the day after my birthday. And then that was at the same time I was supposed to be moving my shop, which is uh, mid-December. Yeah. And, uh, and so... You know, no one was at my shop, so I think I took a whole like two days off total. Yeah, and uh, and then, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I had to move everything, so I started moving everything, and and uh, and it actually had a you know major impact on the way I, you know like how much I was breathing hard. It was you know I felt like I was super out of shape and stuff. It was all because of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it it was kind of a pain, but uh i got a lot of people to help me out and get everything moved over and i got my lace and my mill moved over which were you know about 2000 plus pounds oh yeah dude. um how did you do it did you yeah, jack, was, did you jack it up and get like like those like big heavy duty rollers and shit dude, i have a brother that has a rock yard okay. and uh he had me pay one of his guys to come out with like a flatbed truck and a uh and a forklift and yeah. um we moved my 1943 South Bend, my, uh, we moved my Bridgeport mill and then I have a son and hone and a uh, quick way master head shop mill. Yeah. We moved all four at once. Yeah. That's fun. On one flatbed. bed. Yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, but you know, it was like one of those things where you just knock it out in one day and you're done. So yep. Yep. that was good. But we used, when we got it actually into the shop, we used this, uh, huge, like, like, pry bar and, and four rollers? guys were pushing on it and not even rollers but just you know we didn't have to move it very far like a couple feet or something right so oh, like nice. the mill and the lathe and uh and i had like four guys four or five guys and we were like we would you know kind of pry it up underneath it and then push it and um yeah, it was fun yeah 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 we we, we we've done the uh, egyptian method where we just will do the thing yeah. pry bar lift it up and throw it on rollers and move them around but i just recently yeah. sold a um i had an old auto chuck machine and uh which is like a precursor to like a, a cnc lathe and uh mm -hmm. and i sold that to make room because we bought um i bought a couple of uh, like vapor hone machines and um and uh had to get rid of that but like this dude that was like a professional rigger came in and they did it like a whole like way more sensical way like he jacked it up and put it on the, like, these like super heavy duty like five thousand pound capacity rollers and just literally rolled it out it was like three minute operation yeah where do you, you know? find that yeah exactly That's pretty awesome yeah yeah exactly yeah, when i got when i got myself in i rented uh a uh a forklift and uh my brother John, he passed away. He, he was one of my best friends, and uh, 
he he's like a forklift, you know, like master, right? Yeah. And so I go to the place where I rented it from, and uh, I'd already picked the lathe on a on a trailer. It was outside the shop, whatever. But I mean, it's obviously an ordeal, right? Yeah. So uh, I go to the rental place, and it turns out the rental place is like less than a mile from my shop. <laughs> so I asked the people because they were going to charge me three hundred bucks to like deliver it, pick it up, whatever. And uh, I asked the people, I'm like, hey, I got my buddy over here. Like, can he just drive it to my shop? And they're like, yeah, that's fine, man. They're like, you need a truck behind behind him, and uh, you know, it only goes about about ten miles an hour. It gets squirrely. So, and so <laughs> I'm like, cool, man. Well, that sounds good. And then I have to pay for that, right? Yeah. So my brother John, so it took my 10 brother minutes. John shows ten, up, dude. Ten, yeah, ten minutes. Right? It, <laughs> he was moving pretty good, man. My brother John, there's a video of my brother John. He uh. <laughs> He, he drives it and I have one of my guys like driving behind him and he's going like 10 miles an hour down a two lane road. Okay. He's in a, like a wife beater, basketball shorts, probably his pistol hanging out of his pocket, smoking a joint and driving the, <laughs> the fucking forklift <laughs> and nobody honks. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Cause you're like, and, who the uh, fuck is that maniac? Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's one of my fondest memories, man. And he, he passed away shortly after that. Yeah, but, that uh, but, yeah, but he, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's always just the going biggest... ten miles an hour down the, down the road. <laughs> There's always a story when you have to move shop equipment, dude. There's always something fucking yeah. wacky, yeah. But fucking, yeah, you gotta uh, find somebody who knows what they're doing for sure. Absolutely, that's why I was like, oh man, this is way more efficient than rolling shit around on fucking metal rollers. Um, what and by metal rollers I mean like fucking extra fucking, you know, you mean uh, you mean tubing? Yeah, tubing that I have hanging around the <laughs> shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to make it sound more technical than it is, but yeah. dude, so fucking, um, so the shop you're renting now, like, do you, are you sharing the space with that shop or did they shut down and you took the thing, the whole building over? I, I'm How? sharing this. I'm sharing the space with them. Um, okay. so, so Bud, like I said, uh, so Bud started his shop in like 74, 76. Yeah. yeah. And his father-in-law had, uh, Austin motorcycle company. And also his father-in-law would have the first Harley dealership in Austin. Okay. And then yeah. he worked for that dealership and, and the shop. And that's how he ended up starting his own shop. And so there's a long history there, man. Like that's like, you know, it's a uh, definitely a long history there. And, and, uh, he had his shop from 70, I believe it was 74, 76, um, until about five or six years ago when Bud passed away. And um, it was all on Cesar Chavez. On you never came to my original shop on Cesar Chavez, I don't think. But um, it was only a few blocks away from where Bud was. And Bud, like, if you ask any, if you go to any swap meet, you talk to anybody about parts, they know about Bud. Like, yeah. Bud was the motorcycle guy, man. Like he, he went to everything. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So his son Steven is a great guy, and uh, and he has wanted to carry on the legacy of his dad's shop, and so all the parts that didn't get sold off. Um, he had moved out to this location out by the, uh, circuit of America's track. And, um, so they put a shot there. They have all those parts out there and, uh, and they've been getting it all organized and everything. It's been out there for the last, like, you know, four years, something like that. Okay. And it's a, it's a really cool place, man. So, so they built onto it and they invited me out there and it's just like, I'm in my element out there. You know what I mean? Like it's, like I can walk around and be like, "Oh shit, look at this! This is a bunch of linker parts and fine." So you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. like I'm in my element out there. Like I yeah. love it. Yeah, so it must be cool. Like you need some shit, some random weird shit. You could just literally walk 
walk down yeah, the hall I just or whatever. walk around the yard yeah yeah fuck yeah, yeah dude that's rad it's, they, it's they, super cool man. and even though it's been like you said some of it got sold off and stuff there must be some fucking still some treasures and shit like undiscovered oh, there definitely shit is. In there. yeah no there definitely is and uh you know it's like buzz is one of those special places man like that's like when i first got into bikes um i remember going there and and i was just blown away by everything and yeah. it's funny because I re- I can remember a specific time. This is about 12 years ago when I went in there and I was looking for a 33.4 front end, right? And Bud was like, well, yeah, Matt, there's a, there's a room back here. You can go back into this, this like, it was like a connex, right? But the, the floor was all caved in. Like, it, <laughs> no one took care of it, right? And he's like, you can probably find one in there. And I pull out this 32.4 front end <laughs> and I bring it out and I'm like, I'm showing it to him. And he goes, Matt, do people like these? Like, people are actually running these? And I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, these are cool front ends, you know? And he's like, man, like, you know, it was like, when, it was a resurgence of, you know what I mean? Of like what we've been doing and stuff. Yeah. Like people with narrow front ends, they wanted to do, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, he was like, man, that's okay. Well, that's different. You know, like, it was, yeah. you know, and I, I really, I, I remember that like specifically same thing with L carbs and stuff like that. Like he, he, uh, he was like, well, yeah, I've got a whole stash of that, but like, People like this stuff. I'm like, yeah. they like it. You know what I mean? It's rad when someone's and, uh, been around long enough to not know that shit's cool again or like sought after right? again. And it's just like to, to yeah. him, that's just some bullshit. Like he's like, yeah, whatever you need. I, I got a crazy. He's like, wait, you don't want a wide glide with dual beats? You know what I mean? Which is nothing wrong with that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. But but it's you know like we gone through the everybody's gone through the trends and stuff and yeah. and so but he he was you know he was digging younger guys coming in there and uh, and and being interested in this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And you had to like, there was so much stuff at Buzz. And I met so many people, man, that are like lifelong friends and, and idols of mine, people I look up to because of that place. And so it's been cool to like be out there and be involved with it and carry on that legacy of it. You know what? Now now I'm thinking about it. I've been in there. I went in there um, back when I used to go out to Austin more, when like Dusty and all them still lived out there. Oh yeah, and I remember going oh, no in doubt. there. Now. Sure yeah, because they were like Dusty and Dave Biller and everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I remember him saying, "Dude, this guy's been around. For, this is the dude. This is the, the the deal." And and fuck yeah, man, that was a cool spot. You know, I'm uh, and uh, glad I got to see it. Now I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Be like, it, you know, it's like one of those memories that like. Just now, just talking about shit, like it clicked. Because when you said Cesar oh, yeah. Chavez, I remember that. And then I, because mm-hmm. I remember that was a funny name for a road for me as an East Coast guy, you know what I mean? And then, and oh, yeah, then sure. it, all, it all clicked. And I was like, yeah, that dude Buds, yeah, because Dusty used to fucking go in there all the time when he was building his shovel head and whatnot. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I can't, <laughs> I, I have probably a hundred stories about how good of a person Bud was and, like, you know, like, I mean, it's the same way for you. We're motorcycles 24 seven, right? Yeah. That's all it is, man. Like as soon as I got into this, as soon as I had, you know, the means to do it and get a bike, like it's been motorcycles 24 seven. I've changed my whole life around every single day, you know, and yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it different no matter what. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, you know, and it's like, you know, you know, and what what even got you into bikes in the first place? You know, like what got you into bikes? But it, and then more specifically, you know, getting into the custom shit. You know, like what made? Uh, you- I mean, honestly, like I've I, I had I was around like four wheelers, dirt bikes, stuff like that when I was a kid. I always had a want to do that kind of thing, 
like I grew up on a ranch in the middle of nowhere in South Texas. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't have any neighborhood friends, whatever, stuff like that. Like I threw a football on the roof and I would catch it. Right. And uh, like, I remember getting a, a four wheeler and then, you know, riding dirt bikes and stuff and just feeling like that's something I want to do. And honestly, not until uh, I was in bands, I did all that stuff. And when I got done with that, I finished school, like I got a job and I had the means to get a bike and I, I got a 82 FXR. That was my first bike. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a hunk of shit. And I bought it for like 2,500 bucks. And then I quickly learned that like, Hey, well, I don't have any money. I got to figure out how to work on this fucking thing. Right. And, uh, but at that same time, like guys I played in bands with one of my close friends, you know, he had just started building a bike and, uh, he built a triumph, which actually leads to where, you know, I've seen you for the first time was the DVDs y'all were doing. Right. And y'all had, uh, you come to Austin, you had Dusty, you had Teacher John, you had uh, Dave Biller, yeah, right, yep. on a DVD. And it blew my fucking mind, dude, that, that there was a guy, which was Dave, in my, like, like a mile from me that had a knucklehead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know anybody that had a fucking knucklehead, right? Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, it's funny to, like, say that out loud, right? Because, like, everybody we know probably has had a knucklehead at this point, or whatever, like, you've been... A, but to me back then, man, like that was the coolest fucking thing in the world. Right. Oh, fuck and, yeah. uh, it still is. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's uh, like, it is. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is. Man. Yeah. It's, like, well, it's not the coolest but, but like, thing, but it's fucking cool as fuck. You know, like I, I think w- it's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I had one. I don't got one. You know what I mean? I wish I did, but I, ain't, yeah. I, ain't, you know what the problem is with me is like, I remember the prices of knuckleheads, like from, and I don't want to say back in the day, but I remember in 2003 and shit, like, yeah, yeah. That's back in four, the day. Four grand, five grand for a motor or something, three grand for a good yeah. motor. And, you know, like now you, you know, you ain't touching a motor under 10 grand, you know? Like, well, the funny thing is, there's more knuckleheads on the road than there ever was, right? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, it, but I remember seeing that, truth. And I don't know if I ever told you that, but I remember seeing that. And, like, shortly after that, uh, I had a shovel chopper at the time. And I rode it down to uh, South Congress, which, you know, is kind of a little happening spot or whatever. Yeah. And this guy comes over to me and he starts talking to me and he's like, hey, man, this is a cool bike, whatever. He starts talking to me and, and he's like, oh, my name's Dave Biller. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm Matt. You know, he's like, I have a 47 knucklehead. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, uh, you know, I have this, I have a 70 shovel also. I've been riding that. He's like, you know, I haven't messed with my knucklehead. But if you want to come over, you and your, you know, some of your buddies or whatever want to come over and like help me get it fired up after, you know, after the winter, we don't really have a winter, but you know what I mean? Like he had to put away. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I had just seen your DVD and I was like, this is so fucking awesome. And we went over there, fired up that knuckle. And I was just like mind blown that somebody, you know, in my neighborhood had a knucklehead oh yeah 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 and that dude dave is a cool motherfucker i haven't talked to him in years but he was a cool motherfucker and isn't he's like pretty big in the fucking like like the western scene right like like as a player yeah dude he's like he's like uh well come to find out so dave is an original member of vice group you know and i started yeah. that club um uh you know i was one of the people that started the club and dave was one of the original members and he uh and he's still in the club and um Shit, Dave has you know a BGMC tattooed on his knuckles and has a knucklehead on his hand and stuff. He's he's a, he's a down dude and he uh, he it, like he you would never know because he's so humble. 
But when it comes to like pedal steel guitar, which is one of the most like difficult things to play as far as instruments, like he's like the guy that like people in Japan idolize, right? Like yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the like most talented uh, musicians, guitar players of all time, and um, and you would never know because he's just a humble, humble guy. Yeah, yeah. I remember him just being cool as fuck, man. And you know, it was cool. Like it's weird. Cause like literally back in those th- that time frame, like I was literally considering a move to Austin because it was such a, I don't know, I feel like there was that was such a special time like in 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 motorcycling and like in Austin, like it was because it was before oh, like it, before shit really blew up. You could still buy a house for like sixty grand, seventy grand. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, and uh, it was before everything got, like blew the fuck up, which and, is insane to even think about. <laughs> Yeah, it was before, like, Apple and, like, fucking, you know what I mean? And, like, fucking Silicon Valley moved out there and whatnot, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like, now I'm, like, kind of glad I didn't because it's, well, actually, I wish I did because I could sell the fucking property or whatever. But, you know, it was, like, <laughs> it was such a good time, man. Good, that was such a fucking rad place, dude. It was good people, man. Good, good people. Yeah, good people, good times. Like, you know, just wherever, like, it was just, like, a, and just nonstop fun, dude. It was just, like, fun. Like, and people, it was so weird being an East Coast guy going out there and, like, you go on the street and, like, the bars, like, like, everyone's standing outside and shit. Like, someone bumps into you and they apologize and, like, try and buy you a drink and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just remember standing in some, like, like, just, like, you know, for lack of a better term, but just as a descriptor, so don't get it. Get but, like, there's, like, soccer, <laughs> soccer mom lady, like, like, yeah. like, you know, backed into me or something. And she's like, oh, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. Let me get you a drink. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, you know, thank you. You know what I mean? But it was just crazy. Yeah. Like, because I'm, I'm so used to fucking assholes you know what i mean people got an attitude yeah, yeah, right yeah everyone's right just, everyone just pissed that's off how we do shit. things here though but i mean uh i mean like think about that time that i mean and honestly now that you're bringing it up i'm bringing it up to you and we're talking about this like seeing y'all dvd and like seeing uh seeing and meeting dave like that was a major impact on me true that was fucking you know that like cool that that made a, a big impact on what i was into and like seeing the stuff that was going on and, and the people and then like becoming friends with Dave, becoming friends with teacher John. Yeah. Um, becoming, <laughs> no, one can, no one can say that without laughing. Cause he's such a, he's such a fucking character. And then when you find Dude. out he's like legitimately a teacher, you're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fucking but I mean, there's people, Hey, but you and I both know like those characters like that. That's what makes life worth living. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, man. like, if there weren't people like that in the world, it'd be like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know yeah. what I mean? Teacher John is one of those people. Yeah. Even even Billy that like Billy was like a fucking maniac, dude. That's like that guy. Oh yeah. Like I don't I like like I, I he was actually at Sean's wedding. I hadn't seen him since back in those days. And I was like, he's one of those dudes I was actually surprised he was still alive. You know what I mean? I was like, damn dude, you made it. I think you're like <laughs> People probably say that about a lot of them, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but it was so, you know, but yeah, Austin was such a fucking good time, man, yeah. And like making those DVDs like all those years and, and dude, I'm stoked like I'm glad glad to, you know, um, you know, got I don't you. think I've ever told you that, but that's that's the case, man. That's yeah. fucking cool. And you know, now hopefully with like the thing like with like people see your segment, you know, and it and it continues. That's all. <laughs> you know, and I, it sounds lame and corny, but that's the only reason why I do it. Like I ain't making money on this shit, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just to, to to document shit and and hopefully it influences like some like another generation because it would suck if all this shit died out with us, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, and that's what we all hope for, right? Cuz none of us are making money. No, yeah, yeah. We're surviving. You know? We're surviving. Yeah. Uh, yeah and i mean you see people like 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 
Tom Fugel was a friend of mine. Yeah. And, and like Tom died without a penny to his name. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and I could give two shits about that. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, I guarantee you, I talk about Tom every single fucking day of my life, you know, like to anybody. Yeah. And, and he had such an impact on me and, and you can imagine what he had on everybody else in the world. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's one of those things that like, uh, we do all this stuff and we got gray hair and we're all fucking whatever fucking off. But in the end, like it makes an impact, right? Yeah. Well, we, you know, we hope, you know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> and not an impact like in like, you know, like major thing, but like in just in perpetuating it and like letting some, like in having some kids be interested in, and pass the torch, you know? For sure. And uh, like, I mean, I, I ran into a dude the other day, uh, actually it was two nights ago at a bar and, uh, and he's 25 years old. He asked me about, I have a fucking, like, so true. I have a, I have a 2020 low rider. I never know what to say when people ask me what kind of bike I have. Right. Yeah. But, uh, and it's, you, you know, I've done a lot of work to it. It's, it's not exactly the like run of the mill, whatever the fuck. And I've never had anything new in my life. And I have this 2020 low rider S. And so this guy's like talking to me about it. And he's 25 years old. I've never met this kid in my life. And he knows all about choppers. He's from Dove Springs, which is kind of a, you know, a hard neighborhood here in Austin, if you can imagine one. And, uh, my brother John that I talked about previously is from Dove Springs. And man, I thought that was so fucking cool, you yeah. know? There's a 25 year old kid that I don't even know. I've never even met, and he's in the choppers. Yeah, you know, dude, it's like that here too, man. Like, there's like all kinds of new dudes. Like, and it's like, um, it's weird because I, like, I, I swear, at one point, I knew everybody in fucking Massachusetts with a chopper. You know what I mean? Because it was like, that's 40, how I felt down here. Dudes. Yeah, there was like 40 dudes in the whole state, and now it's like, I saw a kid drive by my shop the other day on a chopper and he didn't even stop i'm like who the fuck is that you know what i mean i was like and it was probably fuck? a cool fucking chopper right it was decent for sure like you know what i mean like i didn't i didn't get it close up you know it was like a sports to chopper or some shit you know but it yeah, was cool yeah. it was still rad and i'm like who the fuck is that like like now there's a dude in my town that i don't know like you know what i mean that's like exactly riding by the shop i'm like fuck yeah man cool uh, that's the shit that blows like that's yeah that's what blows my mind but it's also really fucking cool man like yeah like to see these bikes like i'll see bikes every now and then you know, and, and I'll pull up to a bar or whatever. And I'm like, that's a fucking cool bike. Like, how do I not, how did I not make that 50 bar or something? Yeah, you know, I made yeah. like 350 bars or something. And I'm like, usually every bike I see that's a chopper in the town. I'm like, well, I did this and I did this or whatever. Or I know this person with it, you know, whatever. Like thinking to myself. And then now that I'm starting to see stuff like this, I'm like, man, that's, but honestly, it's fucking cool. Yeah, like it, okay. it's, uh, like it's, um, you know, you hope that other people get it and it's, uh, it's a cool fucking thing to see it like spread like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I, there's nothing more that I love, and it, it sounds weird to say it, but like I love seeing shit and being, damn, I wish I thought of that, or damn, I wish I did that. It's fucking rad. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. Know, when you get surprised by something, or even a tattoo, oh, like someone's got a tattoo, and you're like, damn, I wish I thought of that. That's fucking badass. Because you know, because right. when you're young, you that happens a lot. But when you get older, like, you know, like, I'm not saying we're old men, but we've been around the block we a few times. Men. Yeah, you, you know, we've been around, you know, so, like, we don't get as, like, fucking amped as much anymore. But when you do, it's like, you're like, fuck, yeah, dude, that's so rad. I wish I thought of that, you know, and it's like. Well, it's nice to see those things that, like, kind of, you know, wake you up. And, and, and I'll tell you, man, like, uh, you've had your shot for how long? Well, so we, we've kind of been. In, in existence like since like 2001 you know this is the 20 years this is the fucking 20 year dude 
That's so awesome. I, I haven't been full time at it that whole time. You know, it used to be like yeah, you know, but nights still, and weekends. And yeah, 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 but yeah, I've been doing it since 2001, you know? I mean, I've been doing it for like seven or eight years now. And, and God damn, dude, that's cool. Um, but like, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. And I've never once been, uh, I've never once taken it for granted, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember working out of my, like, when I first started my shop, I was working out of my garage at my house. And, um, I remember people would come from like out of town or whatever and want to stop by. And I just put everything as appointment only or whatever. Right. And every now and then somebody would hit me up and be like, Hey, I want to come by the shop and check it out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, I'd schedule a thing and they come and it's my garage. And I look at my garage and I'm like, oh, this is a fucking mess. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and someone will walk in and they'd be like, Holy fuck, this is so cool. And I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they said, they, they just be like enamored with it. And, and I'd look at it and I'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? This place looks like a fucking mess, dude. Like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they'd leave, I'd think about it for a little bit and I'm like, man. You know, and I think about how grateful I am to like go outside and you see panhead, panhead, knucklehead. You know, like, yeah, I yeah. remember the first time I got my first panhead, which was from Dave Biller that we were talking about. And, uh, and, dude, I would go outside and check on it in the garage, you know? <laughs> like, I would open the garage door and I remember being so fucking stoked that I had a panhead. Oh, like it was yeah. the coolest thing in the world to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dude. it's, uh, you know, sometimes you got to reflect on that uh, perspective of it. But, and I still do. Like it's, I, I'm so grateful to do what I do. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. How do you like, I, I've always been enamored with like, uh, as far as factory bikes go, um, like the, the, the low rider S series has been like the only thing that's been even remotely interesting to me, you know what I mean? And how, you know, with the 2020, with the, with the, with that one, with a, with a Milwaukee eight, how, how are you digging that thing? Oh, I like it a lot, man. I, um, so I never had anything new really. I've had a couple of FXRs and stuff like on the yeah. side or whatever. And I, I dug those and, uh, and then, so whenever I prospected for the club that I'm in now, I, uh, obviously I was riding a 1950 panhead. So yeah, yeah. That's that not going to, that's not, not going to cut it on some of the rides you got to do. Yeah. The first, know. the the first ride I did with a chapter on <laughs> first ride I did with a chapter. I mean, I'm in the back and before I'm a prospect and you know, I guess I was a hang around of some sort and I'm, and I'm riding and I'm riding down 35, which is a major highway. And I'm on a 1950 panhead rear brake drum. No, no front brake. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, I've got it pinned at like 75, whatever, 75, eight, probably we'll say 80. That sounds better. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I remember thinking like, I hope nobody hits this fucking break. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. going to run into the back of somebody, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so obviously it, it, I had to get something different there. Yeah, yeah, no, and I I tell people that all the time. I'm like, there's different kind of bikes for different kind of things. Like your chopper's fucking rad, dude. But like, if you don't get the time, like like you ain't gonna be doing 100 miles an hour on them. You know what I mean? Like, oh no doubt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends what you got. You know, obviously you build up an Evo chopper, sure. yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? But you know, if you're on some classic shit, like you gotta. You know, you, gotta, I mean, I look you have to have cool different though, shit. Right? Yo, fuck <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that looks fucking bad. I'm sure someone noticed that too. Like, who's this motherfucker riding to the cool, clubs but... riding on a panhead? Fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah. fucking badass. Probably not the people in front of me. They were like, please don't run into me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every, everyone around you was like, fuck, this dude's on a fucking yeah. rear brake. They're like, who the, the fuck panhead. is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but some of the great, some of the great beards were probably stoked though. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I mean, like the club that I started and I came from, 
um, you know, to hear the stories like even later on, like now that I'm, you know, that I've been in my club and, and uh, the guys that I never thought even knew anything about the club I came from or anything like that. Like they, they knew, man, they knew it was up. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they knew, they knew, uh, they saw us roll in on pan heads and, and knuckleheads. And shit, everybody in Vice Grip still, like everybody in Vice Grip now, I always make the joke that I got kicked out because I don't have enough head. But, <laughs> but like, you know, like six of the seven guys have knuckleheads. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, it's like, uh, the, you know, other people definitely take notice of it. But, so I had to get a, a newer bike, right? So I got an 09 Super Glide. And uh, for cheap, and it only had, actually, it was a hookup with friends that I knew because I went to this, not a dealership, but a used dealership or something. And um, they were like, well, what can you put down? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and they're like, okay, what's your credit like? And I'm like, not not good. <laughs> so so they, got me, they got me sorted out with this Dyna, the 09 Dyna, and only had 4,500 miles on it. I put 60,000 miles on it. In under like, like it was around like two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, and with you know the type of riding you got to do, you got to do right for sure. And you know what? Like the best part of all that, and what I like to talk about with it is, uh, is you know, to me that was like a riding on a cloud of air, right? Yeah, like and the first then, time and I rode then, yeah, dude, I get it. I know exactly what you're saying because when I get on my <laughs> night train, I'm like, dude, I'll ride this all day. We went on a 17 hour straight ride. I was like, this is like nothing. Come when, like, you know, when you're coming from a rigid shop, you're like, this is the best thing ever. And it's like, dude. and then you get some dude that's used to riding like a street glide or something. He gets on, he's like, what the fuck? How are you riding this? <laughs> yeah, right. So the first time I rode to Sturgeon back, um, I was a prospect when I went out there, and I and I was actually, you know, I patched out out there or whatever, but. Um, I remember getting back and somebody being like, how was it like riding the Dyna out there? And I was like, it was like a fucking cloud of air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was yeah, awesome. Yeah. You know? And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so that's the first new bike I've ever had. And I did a bunch of work to my Dyna or whatever. And I, and, but I just can not keep, keep up with anybody, man. Like off the line, like, I mean, 09 is kind of, it's like a vintage bike at this point. <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? No, I hear you, yeah. And, uh, the newest bike I own is a, is that Night Train, and it's an 06, dude. It, I, yeah. So, you know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> still, yeah, so everybody was started getting Milwaukee 8s and stuff. Yeah, exactly. See, there you go. Which is great to me, but, like, you know, the guys I ride with yeah, off the yeah. line, like, everybody leaves me in the dust, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I try <laughs> to do everything I could to, like, bump this thing up, and they're still leaving me in the dust. Yeah. But, um, so that leads me into, like, my new bike show that i was gonna do because i did i used to do giddy up and i was trying to get you down here for all yeah. that yeah well dude and 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 i had my apprentice my old shop apprentice who's now one of the shop hands here um and he was he was on the podcast he and he told the story i, I hope you listen to that one if not go listen i'll, I'll have you listen no to i it. need to because he was telling the story of like it was his first day at the shop and he dropped the bike like literally the break we were bringing to your show. And it was like, yeah. that's what like, I wasn't shitting when I was like, yo, I got to cancel. Like I can't bring the bike now. My fucking sh shop apprentice <laughs> literally dropped the bike and smashed the tank. Like and it was his first day. You know what I mean? So he, he recounted oh, that shit. story. He's like, yeah, I know we were supposed to go to giddy up that week and we were getting it ready. And, yeah. <laughs> fucking, and I was like, yeah, damn. But yeah. So sorry, man. It was just, a, that was a side note. No, that I was yeah. like, made a mental note. I'll send you the episode. Cause I think it was funny. Cause I gave him a rash of shit again. That's awesome. I got to hear it. 
He's awesome. He's, but, uh, he's yeah. a wall of death rider now, so he's all around. Like he he works here when he's when he's around, and then he you know the wall season starts up pretty soon, so he'll be on the road in like oh, shit. like a That's month. Bad what do they ride in the wall? Um, I think they ride like fucking. Uh, they a lot of them just ride flatheads. You know what I mean? That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably didn't drop the huh? Yeah, no, 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 no. He's he's much more dexterous, uh, uh, dexterous, dexterous. Yeah, he's a much more yeah, dexterous yeah. person now. Yeah, awesome dude, awesome dude. Yeah, it was just well, one of those. Something, so good. Yeah, it's just you know, it was just you know, it's a funny first day. Like drop our show bike, you know what I mean? Dude, I couldn't imagine. And it, it, it brings um, me back to like just real quick when you talk about Tom Fugel. I was so I was so bummed out because. The year that we were in Born Free was he was in Born Free, but it was the year he dropped out because he just started getting yeah. sick and couldn't make it. And I was like, Damn, yeah. dude, I had really looked forward to spending a little bit of time from him because, you know, I, I met him once real briefly, but like there was a lot of people that I'm friends with that are, that were good friends with him that like, and he just seemed like a rad dude that I would like to have hung out with. I mean, a man, bit like, more. like, yeah, it's a. I've always I, so this kind of leads into like success, right? Like I've always thought about success. And I always have people kind of, and you and I have talked about this, but like, you know, told told me, uh, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Oh, you can expand your shop and all this stuff. And um, the thing that I've always gauged success on is, you know, once all my idols have started to become my friends. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you feel that, but like that's, that's when I've been like, man, that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, all the people I've looked up to and, uh, and there's all, it's, it's all, it's never, you know, it's never ending with yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. But yeah. like, but like, and the now people it's like, I've more collegiate, to, like yeah, colleagues and friends. Like, yeah. yeah. And I could never imagine, but like, that's where I've like gauged success with all this is when these guys have become my friends, you know, like, like people I've always looked up to, like, I mean like Max Schaff and people like that, like, and then they become my friend and I'm like, damn, this is fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if everybody has that perspective, but that's like what makes things, you know, it, uh, worth it with all this. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and people like Tom, same way, man. Like we, we brought Tom down for Giddy Up and, uh, and I mean, I, I just, I can't even explain how cool it was to be around that guy. Like how, how, uh, I mean, he slept on my couch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, uh, it, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that I remember my, my, uh, my, my ex-wife was like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Like just sitting on her couch, right? And I'm like, was he, hey, don't worry was about he, was it. He, you know, was like, he like drinking a gallon of milk? Cause it was like, he always had like a gallon exactly. of milk. Exactly. And, and eating, a, and eating, and eating powdered donuts, right? Sitting <laughs> on my couch. And her dog at the time was a uh, Chawini and he's like licking the, you know, powdered sugar out of Tom's <laughs> beard. And I'm standing there just like enamored. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what has my life become where this guy's sitting on my couch? You know, like, I mean, he's, he, he started El Forcero in 1962 when he was 19 years old. And, and the panhead he built at that time was one of the coolest bikes I've ever seen. And still a bike that I model almost everything I build off of, yeah, you know? Fuck yeah, man. And, uh, and those guys were just so like, I mean, can you imagine being in a time where there's no magazines, there's no nothing, right? And you have these, like, small groups of guys across the country that are building the things that, like, have set the standard for what you build now. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was all, and that like, was in 1962. 
that was the innovate. They were they were the innovators. The, the dudes fucking doing it, like you know. And it, and it was, and it was it was definitely like the way it's not cool to do that shit now. It was definitely not cool back then in the sixties. You oh, know what I mean? Use and, British parts and build a fucking chopper. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. It you was, know about that? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. And they were they were fucking they were living it, man. And that's it, it's rad that there's still you know like for me like it's cool when I meet people that there's a lot of people. That, one of the coolest things about this chopper shit or like this custom bike shit is that you meet people and, and, and a lot of them stick around, you know, there's always changing of the guard and some people come and go and whatnot, but there's motherfuckers that I've known in like, you know, since like the late nineties or something that are still in it. And, and then, but when you see dudes like Tom still in it, that were like, OG like innovators of this in the, in the, from the, from day one in the sixties, you know what I mean? There's still a lot of dudes around that, you know, are still, you know, it's their life, you know? And it's like, to me, you know, that's what this shit's about. Like, this is life. Like, you know, this is, this is, a, it's, it, it's not a lifestyle. It's like our life, you know what I mean? Like we're in it, you know, and, and exactly. to different degrees, like, but you know, like we've, we've could have done all kinds of things in life. We chose this, like, you know, cause it chose allegedly. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, you, it so, you know, so, but, but you're, yeah. but it's the truth, man. I mean, it's, a, it's like, like, these, and and all these people like it, it, it's and it's not about money, right? No, no, no. It's, no. None of it's about money. I wish it. I mean, I, I don't wish it was about money because I don't know anything about money. Yeah. But you know, like I mean, like a lot of people probably wish it's about money. But like, you know, when I sit and reflect on some of the stuff, it's like, it's uh it's just about leaving that impact and that impression on people, right? Yeah. Because. I'm sure there's a ton of people who die with a shit ton of money, right? And yeah. what do people do? They fight over the money. They do all this shit, right? And nobody gives a fuck about them. Nope. But, like, pe- people like Tom, like, I, I seriously talk about him myself every day, probably, yeah, to people yeah. about bikes. And and even, you know, like, on a different level, like, there's different, you know, people, brothers that I have in my club and stuff like that that I know get talked about every day. And, and it, it's more of an impact than anything that has to do with money, anything that has to do with any kind of, uh, you know, uh, like social, you know, level or anything like that. Like it's, it's, uh, to me, that's, that's the important thing, right? Yeah. That's what's leaving a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy, but, and, 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 and perpetuating, you know, like, I don't know, and keeping it going, man. Like there's a, there's, there's a, a way of living, that was here before us and that we hope will be here after us. And that all we can do is, is, is take from what was before us and, 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 you know, ingrain ourselves in that and then, and, and, and stay true to it. And, and hopefully it stays that way. It, it gets a little disheartening when you see, you know, and there's always, you know, there's always been fair weather people involved in whatever scene it is. Like you came from music and hardcore and punk and metal and shit yeah. like the same way I did. And when you see like fair weather people involved, whether it's in that or, or when it's in motorcycles, when it's shit, you know, cause we take all this shit serious, you know, like, we, cause it's our life and, and we've made our, our life around it. And, um, it's sad when you see shit, like people don't, they just fucking along for the ride and they're not like fully in it, but like they take advantage of it. And it's like, I fucking hate seeing that dude, but it's like, it is what it is, you know? And, it, but you know, I, I just get worried. And you see that. And yeah, you see that. And like, it's, but I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, 
Real yeah. recognizes real, right? Yeah, no, obviously, yeah. If, yeah. For sure, absolutely, 100%. But, you know, I just get worried that there's not going to be enough cool motherfuckers coming down the line that are going to that, that, that get it and that are going to are going to be in it, you know what I mean? Like cuz I, I want this type I want these underground worlds to to still stay gnarly and stay fucking dangerous and stay underground and and because there's you know, it, it's it's fucking cool, dude. I don't this, it sounds so corny to say it like that, but it is. It's just fucking cool, dude. Like, you know what I mean? It is fucking cool. <laughs> and it's like But that's what makes an impact on everything, right? Like like I can tell you when I was uh shit, fucking I was probably 20 years old, right? And I remember going to every Agnostic Front show yeah. in Texas, okay? And uh, Sigma won't remember this whatsoever. I mean, I, I don't have any kind of impact on it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not anybody. So I was a kid. I remember going to the third show Agnostic Front played in Texas. We went to all three shows. Because yeah. we were, I mean, that was what I was into, right? Yeah. And I remember being, like, backstage at this show, this place called Trees in Dallas. And... He like grabbed me and kissed me on the cheek, and he said, "Matt, you're the reason why we do this kind of stuff." And that's always resonated with me, like yeah. someone like that, you know. But you know what's crazy? And he would know it? me. He would know me from anybody. But yeah. that's what's resonated with me the, my whole life with everything. But the way stigma is in the and it, 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 like. I guarantee you, he would remember if, remember you if he saw you. You know what I mean? I, I guarantee it, dude. He he he's fucking weird, like not weird, but he's crazy like that. Like, and you know, yeah, he he might not remember your name, but he'll be like, oh shit, yeah, 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 Texas man. You know, like like yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like you know, it's like um, New Year's and my birthday every year. I get a message from stigma a text from stigma and it's like the coolest fucking thing and it's like you said like with like fugal and stuff these are the people that you looked up to and now like this dude's like oh truth happy birthday or truth fucking happy new year you know what i mean and it's like he goes out of his yeah, way to stay yeah he go but he goes out of his way to do that with everybody you know everyone that is a friend to him you know and and he's got those a lot are good of, people he's got a lot of friends you know? yeah yeah he's gonna come on I, I but stigma i gotta do in person like i can't do on the phone like you know <laughs> and and, and same what a cool him. dude man i mean like like those are the people literally like these are the people like when you sit around and you're like why the fuck am i doing this why am i running myself into the ground yeah. you know what i mean why am i why am I doing all these things? Um, what does it mean, right? And then you see people like that. Like, those are the people, man, that make life worth living. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Stigma's in his 60s and playing guitar in a hardcore band and touring the world, you know, and that's what he does. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I hope I'm still fucking rad like that when I'm in my 60s and just fucking if I make it, you know what I mean? And I hope I'm fucking yeah. doing rad shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's any choice yeah, I now. I like, make it this long. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, and for us, I, I, I don't think there's really any getting out, you know what I mean? And there's no retirement from no, this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no retirement. You're like, it's a great big retirement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, there's not really, you know, no plan B, you know what I mean? So, fuck <laughs> It's fucking rad, though, you know, and and it's like you said, like, when when people you know become your colleagues and friends, and 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 you know, like it's like you said, I don't know, real recognizes real. It all comes down to that, you know, and and uh, and it's cool. Like, it's a cheesy thing to say, but it's true, man. Like, yeah, like we get to this point where where we we meet people, and you know, you know, right off the bat, man. Like when you meet people, like if if they're if their intentions are good, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and we usually expect what people not to be, you know, not if their intentions are not good, whatever. And, yeah. and, you know, it is what it is. It's either like, you know, it's, it's a, it, you know, everybody has this thing or whatever, but, 
you can tell when people are, you know, really mean with this fan. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's the thing is I think, you know, like growing up, like I know we grew up differently, but like we grew up involved in, you know, in some of the same things and you, 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 I don't know, you become a good judge of character pretty quick. Like very rarely am I surprised because I start off just thinking everyone's a fucking shit bag anyway. You know, like, like I don't want to exactly. be disappointed. It's like, I'm going to fuck, I'm, I'm not going to think much of you until you prove me wrong. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's not me being a dick. It's just that I, I've, uh, you know, I, I've I've uh, been in a lot of situations where, where you know you get let down in the past. So it's like, you know, it's it's better to stop no, and let people prove you wrong, and and then you're stoked when they when they do, you know. And it's like a fuck yeah, yeah. man, stoked when you meet someone. Sure. Around, yeah. Um. So yeah, I didn't mean to derail this, or I, I don't know. We got a little derailed. You were talking about Gideon, yeah. but then you were talking about the new show you got coming up. Um. I know. I know you've been uh working on that. What what's going on with the with the new show? Yeah, we have a new show called uh, the uh, Texas Time Traveler yeah. Chopper Show. And um, we had everything set, everything was ready to go, and then all the COVID stuff happened, right? Yeah. So we had to cancel that and put it on the back burner. But uh, we're going to be doing it again in March. And before that, we're going to have like a ramp-up show in October, like second week of October. And um, we're going to have a few bands. We're going to do a poker run during it, which is one of the things we've been talking about, which is a lot of fun. And um, and just kind of have a big party to kind of get everybody stoked about the show. So Hell yeah, man. Um, and so uh, so the, 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 the ramp up is just kind of like a, not a pre-party, but just kind of like a, kind of like a, like yeah, a we're going to have, it's going to be a separate thing, but it's going to be, you know, we're going to try to do it in October. Yeah. Um, Things kind of opened up here a little bit. It was it was too late for us to try to do the party this year, yeah, or the big show. And um, and there was a show. There's a show that goes on. It's the second year they did it. it. Was Fandango in April, and that one went went like really well. You know, it was a good show. It was more. It's more. It's a AMCA Cherokee chapter that puts that on. Okay, from uh, like the Dallas area. And uh, Oliver Peck was involved in it, so we had choppers there. We had a booth, and it was a big show, man. It was, like, one of the first, like, things that I went to, and I was like, oh, things are getting back to normal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people, some cool, like, really cool bikes and stuff like that. And, um, shit, I went to this thing today that we had down here in South Austin. There's probably 300-plus people there and uh, and some really cool choppers and, and cars and, you know, vans and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, it's, it's setting the tone for everything opening up and, and getting back somewhat to normal, I guess. Well, fuck yeah, man. So, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, what's the date on, on the, on Texas time travel? Is that in March? Uh... So that's going to be the, yeah, it'll be the last weekend of March. Okay. And then, uh, and then the, the uh, the party we're going to have in October is going to be the second weekend of October is what we're shooting for. Of the uh, the Saturday of that weekend, October so, October must be beautiful riding weather out there. Oh, it's so good. So it was the end of March, and uh, it's super nice down here, man. And in New Braunfels, so I'm in Austin. New Braunfels is about 45 minutes south of us, and it's just like all hill country. And one of the things we want to incorporate in that is the poker run, right? So there's like five bars that we're going to get involved with it, and they're all like in this. Just, I mean, it's you know, unless you've ri- you rode the hill country last time you were here, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so like you know how beautiful it is. Oh, it's so there's out, all man. these bars down there, man, that are just like really nice spots, and and that's what we're trying to get involved with this little poker run, and then part of the party that we're gonna have uh, the second weekend of October. Yeah, I, I can't remember any of the names of the bars, but like there was just like rad ones that were like just right on the side of the road across the street from like a big lake and shit and like fucking weird shit oh, like yeah. that. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, this shit's fucking rad, dude. And you just obviously just set up for bikes and fucking shit, you know what I mean? And fucking Oh yeah, the whole area, like the Hill Country area is you have Devil's Backbone. That's what we rode. That's what we rode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. we rode, yeah. And those are like historic I mean, they're just like uh places that if you're any kind of motorcycle enthusiast you want to ride you know what i mean like they're just it's it's beautiful it's like the place to go yeah fuck yeah man i i dude fucking people should go to texas and ride you know what i mean like if you if i'm just saying like you know not that you need more people swooping in because i know you got california invading you guys right now but you know like, yeah it doesn't count i mean just just to go as like as like a like a as like a, a as a rider just like the fun of it, dude. Like, I don't like every time I've been in Texas and ride and, and ridden out there. It's just a good time, and it's like so conducive and friendly, like to riding. You know, I don't, I don't. I don't oh yeah, so nice. It, you know what I mean? Compared to like other places, like it's like, you know, like. Uh, well, everybody here is so polite, you know, and like yeah. even I mean the the roads and stuff are a little rough, but like it's nothing like being on the east coast or anything like that. <laughs> I gotta laugh when you say the roads are rough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no no nah, it's fucking beautiful beautiful riding out there I, I i love the southwest man like um and like you know tucson and, and and desert like you know and riding between texas and arizona and stuff to fucking i don't know i just love it it's like so weird and different and open out there compared to to out here you know oh yeah you know but it's all different you know what i mean it's like gotta travel around country's opening back up get the fuck out there everyone lost a year and a half of their life you know what i mean like fucking get out there and see see shit and be social again and fucking and see that you know the world's still going and every everything's still there you know what i mean like fucking oh definitely uh but yeah so uh i i will go i will be I will be there this March. I, I guarantee. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. You were going to be there this last time. Huh? I know, or not this last time, but uh, what was it? So that was that time where the bike got dropped. Yeah, the, but you were coming down for the, and then and then I wasn't part of the show, unfortunately, the last year. Of it. Yeah, so then um, I was, and honestly, sort of, that was the other thing, right? And so not for nothing, I was like, oh, bad emo. I was like, fuck it, I ain't going. And I was like, and then we talked about it a little bit, and you would, you kind of gave me the lowdown. I was like, oh, fuck that, I ain't, I ain't fucking rolling there. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was going to, and that's unfortunate. That was that was a, you know, and I knew you were you because you hit me up and you said you were going to come to it for sure after that. Yeah, and that would have been you know, yeah, that would have been like, awesome. But <laughs> and you're like, dude, I ain't doing it no more. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you know, but I'll be out. Well, I'll, now I'm going to hold you to it. So. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it on here. Like, mock my words. I, I'll be there one way or the other. You know. Um, Hell yeah. But uh, I got I got a bike that I'm finishing up right now that like if the customer doesn't fucking smash it you know I'll bring this one because it's fucking it'll fit. Well, let's hear about it. What is it? Uh, it's just you know it's I can't get into it too much because um, I'm I the it's like I'm not letting the customer see it till it's done. But I, I'll send you a picture. Oh nice! I'll send you a picture. I'll send cool. you a picture. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take oh, a yeah. good I'll take a good one tomorrow. I'm looking at it now. I I, I do I do this podcast off a lift in the back of the shop, you know. So uh, I'm looking at it. Uh-huh. And talk. But uh, I'll send you a picture <laughs> a, a later. But yeah, I I just I just um, I, you're probably the same way. Like I'm going to take a little bit of direction from customers now, but I'm going to be like, but 
when we're building choppers, it's just going to be like, I'm going to build you what I build you, and you're going to get more than you pay for. You know what I mean? But you got to let me no, kind of yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Like, like so I can tell you this. It's a long shovel. You know what I mean? With a king and, king and queen, you know, that type of shit. You know, it's a long shovel. Yeah. Man. But it's cool. But it's a stroker cool. shovel, uh, like a 95-inch yeah. shovel with a with a long, long front end with a – with no front brake and uh, you know you know su oh, okay. suicide setup, so it's it's gonna be. I'll go no slow, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a fucking ripper, but it's like the bike. You're like, hmm, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool, man. It's gonna be a, um, a total sketch machine. Yeah. I mean, that's what everything is, right? That we yeah. deal with. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just ride it differently. That's what I tell people. Yeah. But uh, the the best thing is when uh, Wino was telling me what you told him when when yeah. when he told you what you wanted. You're like you're like oh yeah how long how long you want to live or something like that. <laughs> no, I thought so. He he brought that up as soon as he got down here, and he saw like because I made him like a clutch pedal and you know whatever, and uh, he's like I've never had foot clutch, and uh, and he uh, he's like yeah he's like we got a kick out of it on the on you know I was talking to Truth and he's like. He's like I told him. He he told me that what I said. My reaction to him was, "Well, you've lived this long, haven't you?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, he was, <laughs> and he looked at me and he was like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> I was like, "Did you ever think you would live this long?" And he was like, "No, I didn't actually." <laughs> yeah, and you know the fucking thing is, is like, and I was so stoked on that because I was like, you know, he's in his sixties too, and it's his first his first suicide setup. You know, no front brake, fucking foot clutch hand shift fucking bike you know what i mean and it's rigid you know what i mean like i mean he's had rigids before but it's his first fucking setup like that and i'm like oh yeah you got these fucking it. 20 something year olds that are too scared to ride that and you know this guy's in his fucking 60s and it's his first one and he's fucking stoked like a, he's got like such like youthful exuberance for it that i'm like i was like dude, oh, yeah. so fucking rad dude like and when we talked offline like you know he's he's so fucking excited man you know oh for sure and that and that made me excited about it you know what i mean like like, uh, he, uh, yeah, he, that was, that was a cool thing, man, to like help him out. Like, I remember seeing his bike in one of the early issues of Dice yeah. and thinking like, you know, like, I was like, oh fuck, that's the dude from Save Vitus. Yeah. I'm like, not only is he cool as fuck, he's, you know, he played in Save Vitus, but he has a badass fanhead chopper. And like, that was an, another major influence of things, you know, that I was, you know, it got me into all this. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. It's just like a cycle that, uh. You know, all comes back around. Well, fuck yeah. And dude, talking about music, man, like, you know, I, I know you were in Iron Age and had been in other like Texas hardcore bands and, and, and metal stuff. Like, you got anything going on now? I you you played me a little bit of like some like D beat shit you were doing. Do you, you get that going at all? Yeah. No, I haven't been playing anything. Uh you know, it's just a matter of time, I guess. Yeah. Like having time to do anything. Um, I hadn't played anything in years, I guess since so after Iron Age, I had a couple bands that did all right. And it was just me like kind of writing everything and recording everything. But, uh, yeah, once I got into motorcycles, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to deal with anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I can get the same kind of rush from, uh, riding a sketchy chopper that I put together, oh, yeah. uh, that I could, <laughs> that I would get on stage. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, but music has always been like a, a big thing in my life. Like, you know, with Iron Age, like we, I, you know, I, I toured for a few years straight yeah. and, uh, and it's been, you know, it's, it's always been a staple there. So I'm, I'm hoping to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that stuff you were playing me was good. You had some demo tracks. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I started writing some stuff. We'll see what happens. 
and then my buddy Reed that uh, moved down in uh, January. He's been working with me for about six months now. He he moved down here from well, he was living in Denver, and then he lived in New York, and he moved down here to to work with me specifically. And he's been fucking killing it, man. And he's got he came from a band called Speed Wolf, and he had a band called Poison Rice, and he just put out an LP with his band Overdose not that long ago, and they're fucking killer, man. Dude, and so, uh, dude, so it, all right, I I know who Speed Wolf and I know Overdose. Like, I I actually okay. I have Overdose on my Spotify. Literally, and this dude, is not, that album's awesome, dude. And and this is like, and, and and tell them tell them I give them a shout out on it. Like, literally, a song yeah. came on, and I was like, is this some like Motorhead song I never heard? Like and a B-side motor, yeah. yeah, yeah. I literally had to go over and look, and I was like, overdose. I was like, and then I listened to the whole thing, and I was like, oh, dude, I want this fucking good, man. And, like, and I don't mean that in any disrespect. Yeah. I was like, it was literally just sounded like some weird B track or some shit I had never heard before. Right? Hell I was, yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Like, I was like, and we're never gonna get any motor, motorhead tracks anymore. So you know, yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I was like, this, is, I, and and literally, I can show you, like, I'll, 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 I, I. I don't know. I got to find it now, but like I got text threads where I sent it out to a bunch of people right away. And I was like, this is the closest Fuck thing yeah. to a new motorhead you're ever going to hear. So you fucking dig it. You know what I mean? And I right? sent it to a bunch of people and everyone fucking dug it. So, uh, fuck yeah, man. That was, Hell they yeah. were, they were a New York band, right? When that was overdose. Yeah. He was in, New he York was living in New York. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he's going back out there. I guess they're writing new stuff and whatnot. So that's, that's bitching. Um, he, he's just a talented dude, man. He's like super humble and, he he wrote down. We've been in contact for a while. We've known each other each, each other for a while. And he uh, back in September, he wrote his FXR from New York. Uh, I want to say that was around the same time you came down. Okay. When did you come down? What was that? Oh wait, was that October or something? I don't know. I, yeah, but I think it was October. September. Yeah. yeah, September. He wrote down. He wrote his FXR all the way from New York all the way down here, and uh, and he worked with me for a week. That was kind of like his like Trial. you know trial period yeah and he killed it and he's he's a good guy i knew he was a good guy and he's a good guy he has like good intentions he's man he's helped me so much with the business and and what we're doing and uh as you know it's hard to get people that you can trust and Absolutely. and i'm sure you're, you're i'm sure you're controlling like i am with the whole business you know what i mean like it's very important to us the way that it goes and and how it's perceived and all that right 100 and uh and I've had a, I've literally only had a couple employees my whole time. So seven years or something. And, uh, and it, it's a very specific person that you got to have. And, and Reed has like really filled that spot and come in and, you know, he just killed it for me. And he's, he's been here six months, like helping me out. And, uh, I can't say enough about it, man. Fucking rad. Fuck yeah, man. Tell him to hit me up. I want to use some overdose stuff for, uh, and Speedwell stuff on the on the second season of Chopperhead TV. I, I'm always looking hell for yeah, that'd shit, be awesome. Dude. I fucking love that shit, man. I love it. So well, he has a, he has a record label called Splattered Records, also that puts out really good shit, man. Oh, cool. Like really good stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Definitely. Oh fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Fucking. Uh, it's hard, dude. It, it, but it's rad. It's it's isn't it rad that like like I don't know like. When I first got into choppers and shit, like it was a lot of more like gray beard dudes and like, I don't know, like traditional kind of, you know, when you think about like biker type dudes, whatever, I, you know, whatever that means. But you know what I mean? Like, like Leonard Skinner, Rolling Stones type dudes. And, and now, <laughs> yeah. you know, because of like what hardcore and, you know, extreme music was like it attracted a lot of people into it. So a lot of the people that are involved in the industry now are old hardcore kids, you know, for lack of a better term. Right. And um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been all in it and, uh, and, and, uh, 
well to see that crossover you know like everybody like us have always lived on the fringe of society right and uh and then it just either you know like it it uh escalates for some of us and uh and it's just a natural thing you know it's a natural thing and and uh and you see who comes out of all that and where they go and i mean it you know it doesn't surprise me but it's fucking cool man like it's like it, those two things like those two things have shaped my whole life like 100%. being involved in hardcore punk and stuff like that and metal and and being in a band and meeting all these people like i'll tell you like we had so I, i'm in a motorcycle club here right and uh we had a run and we had another motorcycle club that's a, a big club like us and come down and uh and visit for this run and i, I walked by i remember i'm walking by to the bar at this party right and this guy says, hey, are you Matt Jackson? And I look up at him, and he's like, you stayed at my house in Cincinnati uh, in 2005 on our tour. And I was like, really? Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. And, like, we just instantly hit it off. You know what I mean? Like, and so we came from, you know, two different things, but we're involved in the same thing before. And it's just like, it's that, that you know, birds of a feather, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. And, 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 you know, like you said, real recognizes real and birds of a feather and fucking when this shit's real, it, it's just a natural progression, you know, it's just, you know, you no, get involved sure. in all this shit and I fucking love and it. And that's man. literally what makes life worth living, man. Like that's like the stuff that like, that, you know, like now we're lifelong friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, Like absolutely. it's, 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 uh, with how many shitty people there are out there and how many people that have their minds, you know, like in other places in their heads up their ass or whatever, like when you can relate with people on the level that you're on and like live outside of society's normal, you know, things or whatever, like it's, uh, it's something special, I think. And, and, you know, I think it's like, we live outside the, the normal mainstream society, but we're, you know, we're interspersed all over the country. So like we can go kind of anywhere and have like pockets of dudes that like we're cool with like that instantly, you know what I mean? Or, or, or already oh, friends with time. that we can go just fucking, uh, yeah, I got buddies in Austin, I got buddies in Dallas, I got buddies in fucking, you know, Yeah, you're going to get taken care of everywhere. And yeah, the cool thing and, is, and vice like, versa, the people like vice us, versa, yeah. for sure. And the people like us, like we're going to treat everybody that way. You know what I mean? The yeah. respect and be polite, like everybody we meet. And in whatever, like, what other facet of society are you going to find that you're not no, going? No. To. You don't. It's crazy. Yeah, there's there's way more respect to, uh, among all these like fucking hooligan class people than than the normal mainstream man. Like, you know, like I still like in regular life, I hold the door for everybody. If someone's behind me, man, Absolutely. woman, child, old lady, old man, fucking twenty year old dude, I hold the door. And I'll tell you what, nothing pisses me off than some fucking kid walking by and not saying shit. I'm like. Exactly. Like, I go. I was go. I was go. You're welcome. You're welcome, Your Highness. You know what I mean. You're welcome. Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, you know, it always shakes people up or whatever. You know, but fucking. But I mean, that's how we're. That's like that's what you know. That's how we are. Like that's and and uh, yeah. It's like I mean, you see it sometimes, but like in what other facet of society, you know, are you? It's 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 a thing. It's it's a it's a life built on respect, right? And that's all it is. Yeah. Anybody can make it whatever they want to make it, right? Yep. But but we can see somebody that looks completely different from us, man. Like like someone extremely out there. And I live in Austin, so we see a lot. Of that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like you know, we keep it weird. Keep so it weird, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can see something like that. But it's like you you judge people based on your interactions with them, right? Yes. 
And, and that's what people lose sight of. And I feel like, uh, I feel like that's what keeps us, you know, doing what we do and, and different from everybody else. Because I mean, like I keep saying it, but that's what makes life worth living. Right. Like, and you never know who you meet. You never know who you're going to come in contact with, like who, who they are. Cause it's, uh, I've met so many people like in, in, you know, circumstances like that, that, that have become lifelong friends or have helped me along in my way. And yeah. I want to do the same thing to other people. Absolutely. And, and I would say you, you, you touched on something big there where you say, you know, you got to judge people based on interactions, not looks. Cause some of the best fucking most straight up people I know look like the biggest fucking criminals. It may have been criminals, you know what I mean? But like, you know, yeah. it, you know, certain types of criminals, you know what I mean? But, you know, but Thanks. like would be the person that would give like, you know, everything they have, to to you if 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 they thought you needed it and would would for sure one hundred percent respect and one hundred percent like loyalty for lack of a better term, um but like look like the biggest fucking like hooligan to like the normal world and then some of the biggest shitbags I ever met are all polished in three piece suits you know what I mean so it's like absolutely you know I I, I in general I have more distrust of people in suits now <laughs> you know what I mean no no doubt. <laughs> But people aren't people aren't taught that, right? That's like something we learn as we mature and grow, right? Like we, yeah. if, if people that, I, I mean, and people who get it, right? Like it's a different, it's a different mentality. Absolutely, you know, it's it's a, it's not the, it's not the norm for sure, and uh, but you know, like I wouldn't change it for the world. I, I mean, I think that's like, like I'm I'm fine being. I'm fine dying without a penny to my name. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As long as I was able to help a bunch of people yeah. and, and make a positive impact on people and then meet other good people, man. Yeah. Like that's what life is like, you know, that's what life means to me. And plus so. have a, a collection of like rad fucking memories and shit. You know what I mean? That's a no, Fuck yeah. no, you can die penniless, but they ain't going to take your memories from you unless Alzheimer hit you. You know what I mean? But <laughs> <laughs> for sure, <laughs> which but, is you probably like, going to happen. Yeah. To me anyway, you know, but God, <laughs> shit. Oh man, but yeah, I hope dude. I don't make it that long. I know, I know. Well, you know, it, it all depends on quality of life, right? Hey, like, it's like when I asked Wino, I was like, "Hey, Wino, you ever think you make it this long?" He was like, he was talking. He was like, "Well, no." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Well, you're good with the foot clutch, man. It should be good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucking. That's the funniest shit, man. He and uh, he he was so excited about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know he, the first thing he told me when he got down to the shop to pick up his bike. Yeah. He was like, "Did you listen to the podcast?" He's like, "I told him about what you said about my." Yeah. And I was like, "I was like, man, I, I mean, you know, it's the truth." I, I, yeah, I it think is. I think that about myself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, he, he's he's literally only three hours from me, so I, I'm gonna make it out there. I, oh, I, I might be man. going. No, I might be going to look at a panhead this week out in uh out there, and I, I was gonna hit him up to f see how far it was from where he is because uh, awesome. But uh, but you know it's weird. New, New York's a weird place, like because upstate New York is fucking huge. You know what I mean? It's, it's completely know, different, huh? Yeah, it, it's so it's you know there's New York City, and then there's the rest of New York, and New York State is you know pretty sizable. Like you know, upstate New York can either be two hours away or nine hours away. You know what I mean? It just depends on where yeah. you're going. So it's like uh, you know, I got to see where he is in relation to where I'm gonna go look at that bike. But um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to give yeah, too many awesome, details. I don't, I don't want someone to go there to sweat sure. that panhead for me. <laughs> someone's going to, yeah, someone's going to snipe it out for one of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's a great dude, man. Like, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm forever grateful for like the people I've gotten to meet through all this, right. Through music, yeah. through yeah. bikes and, uh, and 
it's totally shaped like who I become and, and what I'm interested in and like the things that I want to put my energy in and all that. You know what I mean? But it's all fucking badass people. Fuck yeah, man. And it's cool. Like I said, like the longevity of it, you know, it's fucking real when there's people like Wino who's still around, still in it. And he's been doing it, you know, since we were kids, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, or like Vinny stigma. And then there's like us, and then there's going to be the dudes coming up after us or, you know, that are already in, in line and, and, For sure. and, and hopefully they're here in, in, and when we're gone and, and the people under them are, you know, I don't say under in terms of like uh, hierarchy, I mean, but under in terms of like age and, length of time and shit like i hope the next generation after them fucking hope this shit just and there always will be true hey there always will be yeah so like you know we can we can hope for the best of that but you know what i've seen it man like it it, there always will be like yeah there's the people that get it you know what i mean yeah and that it might get smaller you know it might get smaller to me that's cool it's better it's better when it's smaller it's more tight you know and and uh for sure and uh yeah man but fuck yeah dude any what else man what else going on what, any any interest uh, in uh, bike bike projects going on? I know there is, but you know, like what's what do you got? Going yeah, I've on? got well, fuck, I've got like uh, I mean, we always have a bunch of stuff going on. Um, I'm building a bike right now, a '69 shovel, uh, for this dude, uh, Maddie Matheson. He's a he's a good dude. He's a chef. He owns some restaurants, and yeah, I, and he's really into bikes, man. He's a fucking cool guy. Fuck yeah, I, I got some uh, uh, mutual friends. Like we got we have some mutual friends. I don't know him, but yeah, he was just same. On, uh, like we got we got some we got some close friends back from like, uh, so I was really into no warning whenever, but like when I was in iron age and right before or whatever. And like, I really liked that band a lot, you know? Yeah. And, uh, from Toronto. And then I made a lot of friends from Toronto that, you know, we, we toured with fucked up and, and, uh, career suicide and, and a lot of Toronto bands and stuff. We made a lot of contacts there and that are lifelong friends. And so we had a lot of mutual friends. So for us to like, we just met, in the last, you know, six months or something yeah. and, uh, knew a lot of the same people. And, and he's, you know, he's extremely, extremely talented dude yeah, and yeah. good guy. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I'm building the 69 shovel for him Fuck yeah, and man. that's going to be pretty bitching. Oh yeah. I, I think he was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. Not too. Yeah. Long he ago. was down here. Yeah. He was down here for that yeah. when he came to the shop. Oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Cause Rog- Rogan's in Austin now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Him. He's in Austin. Yeah. That's why he was down here. And then he came by the shop, and uh, and all of a sudden, like we were just hanging out, and all of a sudden we made a deal on a bike, and and uh, and we're building that bike right now. It's gonna be fucking cool. Hell yeah, dude. That'll be good. That'll be good. To, you know, not for whatever it's worth. It'll be good exposure to, for the shop too. You know. No, um, for sure. And it's it's just people like that, man. Like that that we know through other facets of life or whatever you know things that we've been involved in and uh and i didn't even understand the like reach that he had you know what i mean like um i just you know i you know how it is you get like into what you're doing or whatever and you don't really know other things that are going on but you know it's like it's always nice when good people come around hell yeah and and it works out for everybody you know what i mean yeah and you know, like I didn't realize this either, but like that chef shit got huge. Like there's like superstar fucking oh, yeah. chefs, and it's weird because it's like, like there's like a lot of them are hardcore kids. You know what I mean? Not a lot, but some yeah. of them are hardcore dudes. Like you know what I mean? And it's like it's cool that like when you see like like even if I don't know a motherfucker, if I know he comes from the same scene and he's doing good, and it's like something I'm not super into, I'm like still rooting. And you know, I'm like fuck yeah, man. That's I love seeing people fucking come up and and do well. You know what I mean? In, oh no, in their, for sure. In the, in their I mean, worlds. what's the goal? Like, what's the goal for all of us? Like, like, like I said, none of us are gonna get rich off anything. Yeah. And uh, and and 
you know, uh, I've always accepted that. It's just, I mean, I've never had money. I don't know what it's like to have money, but in my, in my life, any success I've gained, like, which is not much, but I've always wanted to bring everybody up with me. And I know you're the same way, man. You always have people around you. Like that's the kind of people I want to be around. You know what I mean? Like if you can bring everybody up with you, like, I mean, what's better than that? Yeah. And, 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 it sucks when people aren't like that, like, you know, cause it's like, there's always room, like there's always room for everybody at the table. And, and it, it just, people get weird and like, I never understood that. You know what I mean? Like people get weird and competitive or jealous or something or fucking whatever. And what happens? They, they make a lot of money and then they die. Right. Yeah. Where's that money go? Yeah. Or they feed somebody out. they yeah. don't like probably. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody they don't like. Right. Yeah. If you don't have money, it doesn't go anywhere. But you know what? When you don't have money and you die, like people, remember you for what you did and your impact you had on them and the positive things you did. And guess what? They talk about you until the fucking end of time. Yep. And to me, that's more important than having money. Right. Fuck. Yeah, man. Well, you know, yeah, to me, it's just, I don't know. I like collecting memories, dude. Like, even though I can't recall shit all the time, you know what I mean? Cause it's, cause we've all done so, so much shit, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so much fun. Just, just living life, man. You know what I mean? And being out there and and doing what you love. And and even when it's shit you don't love that's involved in it, like, you know, like every day at the motorcycle shop isn't a fucking awesome day. Like nowhere is an awesome day every day, but there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, Oh, for sure. uh, sure. You never take it for granted. No, no, no. And it's just, but it's like, um, I think the stuff I get stressed about more here is now that we're like a full, you know, just like regular shop too, like with like service and repair and shit. Like that's the shit that wears on you. You know what I mean? It's not the chopper guys or the chopper customers. Yeah. Like that's not, it's just all like the in and out fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to get shit done and you know, that type of shit, you know, yeah. like, gonna and that's come- a trade off because you're going to make the money quick on that. But it's also, you know, it's something that's going to weigh on you because you know it, you know, but you get good people in there. I'm sure you have good people in there, and that's what happens, right? Yeah, well, it's hard to get people to work right now, too. Like, I'm down. I'm down people, <laughs> you know? It's fucking, yeah. And, and it's like you said, I'm not going to just let anyone in here, you know what I mean? Because when for something sure, leaves, it, sure. it's got the shop name on it. It, it has have, your name on it. It doesn't yeah. have theirs. It has, it has the shop name. It doesn't even have my name. It's for got sure. the shop name, and I'm, I'm more invested in keeping the shop, like, in a good light, you know what I mean? And ha- having a good, oh, yeah. good name behind it, you know, because, like... Mm-hmm. You know, there's, shit can go south really quick. You know what I mean, and and, and I don't want that. You know, because no, I just don't time. want that. Like I, I want, I like I have a shop because I wanted there to be the shop for like people that don't want to deal with the dealerships or like sketchy shops. You know what I mean? I want people to leave with a fucking be stoked about what they got. You know, and fucking, um, you know. Well, there's sure. very few people that you come across like in in whatever like in life that you know. One of the things I've always tried to do, and I see that obviously in you, and I've I've heard that through other people, is, you know, one of the things I've pride myself on is people can say whatever they want to say about me, right, or say about you or, or anybody, right? Yeah. But if somebody says something negative, like they don't have, uh, like, you know, what to stand on for it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you do your best to like help everybody and do positive things, and you know, like, like. I've, I've had it come back to me where people are like, you know, so and so, but they're like, man, I've never heard anything negative about you. Like your reputation, I guess is what it is. Right. Yeah. 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 And if you do everything you can, like people, there's always going to be haters. I've had haters. I'm sure you have haters, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, but those haters, like they don't have, uh, 
any kind of reason to hate you other than being jealous or whatever. Right. Because yeah. you don't give them that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, I think so that's they what, don't, they don't have any solid thing to say negative. Like if no. they just talk shit, it's just, no. it's just talking shit. Like, and people, you know, everyone, exactly. everyone's going to know like, yeah, it reflects more in them than you, you know what I mean? And uh, for sure. And, uh, Cause if you're saying negative things and you know, it's usually it's all around a negative thing. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. And you know, it's like there's no there's no time for that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I always yeah, I always tell I always tell people if you get a personal issue with me, I'm the easiest guy to find because you know where I'm at every fucking day. <laughs> for sure. For so, sure. Yeah, and yeah. bring your bike in by the way. <laughs> you know. Oh fuck yeah, man. Well dude, this fucking rad man. Any what else going on? What else you got you you're building a sixty nine generated? Yeah, I've I've got uh what we have going on. I've I've got a lot I mean yeah, I've yeah, always sure. I like one of the things one of the things I've uh you know always I guess prided myself on was uh was you know I've every time I see somebody I haven't seen in a while they're like, How's the shop doing? Are you busy? And there hasn't been a single time and I've been very fortunate, you know, like there hasn't been a single time since I started my shop in my garage or whatever and that I haven't been able to say I wasn't busy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just always busy what was uh, having Reed here help me out like it's been has been fucking killer man like yeah. he's doing a lot of my final assembly and stuff like that and um and myself i like to focus on the fab work and like yeah. the initial stuff like that which shapes the build you know what i mean that's what but, i love um, too that's what i love too yeah and i think that's what like people are drawn to as far as when they bring a bike i don't ever want to be in a situation where like you know i feel like people bring the a bike to me to uh, you know, and, and, and anything I do, anybody can fucking do, you know what I mean? But like, uh, people will bring a bike to me and, and I don't ever want to see somebody like see another person welding it or like stabbing the, you know, whatever it is like, cause that just loses the whole, you know, uh, the whole soul behind it. Right. Yeah. Like if I just sat in a fucking office or something and people were stabbing stuff for me and whatever the fuck, you know? Yep. So I always make it a point that like, you know, all the stuff I do, I'm, you know, fabricating it from scratch or whatever, or, or doing it myself. And that's stuff I pride myself on, you know, Oh yeah. but, well, but it's also I... nice to have somebody finally in the shop that like can help me on the other side of it, like all the final assembly and yeah. like, and I don't have to stress out about going over with a fine tooth comb because I know that they've gone through it and, they and I trust the things that they're doing, you know? Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's hard to find. What I and this you probably just kind of answered this, but I was going to be like, what's like your most favorite part of building a bike, and what's the thing that you like the least about building a bike? Like, what you know what I mean? Like, and so I know fab, but like, like what's your favorite thing to make? You like making sissy bars or like frames? Like, what what do you? No, I don't like making sissy bars. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably done like three hundred sissy bars at this point. I'm sure you're in the same boat. But uh, um, I mean, a lot of stuff I do, I like working with stainless a lot. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, you know what's been really fucking cool lately? And, and even, even fabbing, like fabbing parts, every time I try to like do something a little different and, uh, and not challenge myself, but you know, if you're doing the same shit and you're not progressing, what's the point, right? So, uh, but one of the things that's been cool as fuck is they had that Fandango show here or outside just in the hill country or whatever. And there was three bikes, man, that I just, all I did was the framework because I have a frame jig and, and, you know, I like doing fab work, whatever, right? So, and they were, one of them was, um, uh, well, the, uh, they were all shovels. There was one that was like a 
two inches outstretch and maybe four up or six up or something. It was a big dude and a long front end, right? And I did that frame. And there was another one that was just straight like six inches upstretch, right? Yep. And I did that one too. But that's all I did was the frame. And these guys went and built the bikes themselves, right? And then I seen the bike at the show, both bikes, these two in particular, uh, completely done. And they're fucking bitching. Yeah. And I think that's so fucking cool that like, yeah, like I didn't build the whole thing from the ground up, but it was, it was, it's interesting to me that like, that's what made me excited. Like I was like, Oh, you know, I had a hand in this and this is a fucking cool bike, but it's not how I would build it. Right. But to have somebody else take it and then finish it out and make it just a bitching bike. I'm like, man, that's fucking cool. You know, I don't know. I got excited about that. Oh, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And Cause you still had a hand in it, but like you, you, it was like a, it's like a surprise for you to see, like you know, like you're like, yeah, I, I did, I haven't seen and this see since it was a frame. Take it and run with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like I haven't seen this since it was a bare frame, right? And then it's like now you see it as a, a whole thing that's on the road and, and living. Especially when I think like, you know, you do something like that, like some sort of modification like that, or or, or fab work like in and out is what I consider it, you know. But like, you expect to never see the bike ever, right? Yeah, like a bike done or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you, you make a fifty the- bar, you don't expect to see a whole fucking bike when they're building it. But then, like, to see people go and, like, they're so passionate about it and having a good time with it and having fun and then build this, like, bitchin' bike that is not my style, so I would never build it that way, right? Yeah, yeah. But to see it and the outcome and, like, be like, man, that's fucking cool. Like, I got more excited about that than I have been about, you know, putting the whole bike together. Hell yeah, so, man. Hell yeah. What's, uh, what's I don't know what that means, but, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's cool because it's just different stuff. But what, uh, yeah. what's, your, what's your least favorite part of, uh, of a bike build? Uh, least favorite part. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I, uh, I enjoy it all. Like I, I always tell people like, so this guy I worked for would always like be a smart ass or something about it and say like, Oh, I'm a mechanic, not a magician. Right. Yeah. So I, I tell everybody I'm a magician, not a mechanic. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, I don't know. I, I like all of it, man. Like I, I, I'm not, like I said, like, you know, to go into that, I'm not a, mechanic i don't feel like i'm a mechanic by any means but i just been I'm, fuck dude i, I seriously it's motorcycles 24 7 my whole life I like yeah. I, I i i once i got into it once i started doing this like it's uh it's never changed like I, I go to work and i work however many fucking hours and then when i leave work i ride motorcycles cause, yeah. like a lot <laughs> yeah exactly, and yeah. that's what i love man that's uh-huh. what i love how did how did like what was it like? Like, how did you transition into like starting and doing stuff in your garage and then tr- going into like a shop full time? Like, how did you pick up? Like, did you work somewhere else? Like, you know, like, I, I think you just kind of mentioned that, but like, like, how did you pick up the skills on this? Like, how did well, you- I, uh, I had a like real, uh, what you would consider a real job, I guess. Um, and, uh, that's when I got my first bike, which was the 82 FXR. So I bought, I'm like, it just kind of escalated from there. And I mean, I, I remember being at work, like going into work and I have like hand tattoos and I'm playing in like a, I'm singing in a punk band or whatever. And I have a fucking, like, I have like a strawberry on my forehead from hitting my forehead with a fucking microphone or something like that. And people are looking at me like I'm insane. Right. And, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing, man? I remember, I remember like looking for jobs and thinking like, I need something that's more fulfilling than what I'm doing. Right. It's like, what if like computers were non-existent and what would I be doing here? You know what I mean? I'm sitting at a computer, whatever. And, uh, and it was just more of like a, like a thing for me to find something more fulfilling, I guess. Right. And, uh, 
I ended up applying for a job. I had a 1954 Panhead at the time uh, that I had gotten from Dave Bill's uh, shop, like a full bike, and I, you know, redid it, whatever. It was the second version I had, and I rode it to the Austin Speed Shop and did an interview with them to, like, get this assistant uh, manager position, right? And the guys I talked to were fucking bitching. They were school guys, you know, like, it's all cool guys there. It was like a family kind of, it was a good, there's a good uh, a mix of people and extremely talented people, man. And Austin Speed Shop was all hot rods, right? Yep. A lot of fabrication, but all cars. And they were just digging that I rode on, rode in on a, a, a you know, an old panhead chopper. And I ended up not getting any kind of job through it, but I made a lot of contacts with them. And then at some point, someone kind of just pushed me to like, hey, why don't you come in and like help out? you know, after you're done with work. Right. So I was working like 40, 50 hours a week at my real job. And then, and I would get up early every day and go to work and then be done with my work till or around like three. And then I'd ride down to the speed shop and I'd work for free for like a month or two months until like six, seven, eight o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. And finally I made like relationships there and I proved my work. And like I said, it was like more, kind of administrative kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, to where they ended up just hiring me full cool. time. Yeah, yeah. And then when I got there and got hired full time, what would I do? So at the end of the day, I would ask, hey, can I go and like practice welding? So I walk out into the shop and then I practice welding. Yeah, yeah. And and the relationships I made from that and the people that were working there at that time, man, like they're some of the most talented people in the world right now. Like, like, uh, like my buddy Pat that owns uh, Royalty Racing. Like he's one of the like most phenomenal welders I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And he's one of the people that I was friends with. Like we were all friends. It was like a really, I don't know. It's something that like I'll never ever see again. You know, like just the, the, the aspect that like the, we all became really tight, real friends. And like everybody was so talented Yeah. yeah. and willing to teach, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So you get to learn shit from some of the best people out there. Oh yeah. And they're guys that are killing it right now. Like they all have everybody that came from that time and that place that's Austin speed shop. There's only a handful of us. It's like maybe six or seven. Right. But they're all, everybody has their own businesses. They're all fucking killing it. And they're all great people. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's really reflective of, you know, what we were doing. But Hell yeah, man. that's where I learned a lot of the stuff. And, uh, and then from there, I was there for a good five years or so. And then I, I, uh, started my own business and, all these guys, like the guys that own the Austin Tea Shop were like the most supportive people and still are like my good friends to this day and, and have been super supportive of my shop. And, uh, and to me, that's, what's important, man. Like you, you see a lot of people through all this that like burn bridges and like get upset about things and lose their cool and they fucking, you know, and they, and they act on emotion and stuff like that. Right. Yep. And, and I, I've never just been that person. You know what I mean? Like, uh, every step of the way through my life, like the stuff I've done, like I still have friends from all that, you know? Yeah. That's like, good, man. And, and, and I felt like that's very important because, because every step of the way I've learned something from a lot of people and you never stop learning. Right. Nope. Hell yeah, man. So. And that, and that, that's like reflective, like of, of like who you are and your personality and, and, and your makeup like that, like, you know, through all those things, like, you know, you, 
nothing i don't know how to say it, like nothing lasts forever but like like so you did your time there but everyone you're still cool with everybody you know and that's important man because like you know there's motherfuckers man like you think are cool and then they fucking burn you dude and it's like the fucking worst you know what i mean like for sure and you know what a lot of times especially when you don't expect it when you don't expect it no definitely seeing it you know like it's like fuck man but you know the the sad thing is a lot of times they're i mean like like i don't consider my i I don't know i've always been like whatever the fuck what's the brain side you probably know the brain side that's like math oriented and stuff yeah uh uh, right side i don't know uh, left side is it left okay well see i don't even know what side it is but i'm not the creative type you know what i mean like i see things that i like and i'm i have learned to like make them based on the things that i like right like that i'm into but i'm not like that person that's going to be a creative you know i'm i'm not like like my buddy oliver that does uh cut rate you know like that dude is like on a whole nother level you know what i mean Mm. and and i wish i was building stuff like he does or like it was into that same kind of stuff like but I found what I do, you know what I mean? And I yeah. do it, I guess, consistently. Uh, but like, you know, a lot of times you'll be around people, not reflective of him, but like, like you're, like you're talking about, like that are just, they don't get that whole like aspect of like, it's longevity there. You know what I mean? Like you're learning things from people. You always, you never stop learning. You got people that become dickheads and they like think they know everything and guess what? They fucking peter out. You know what I mean? Like they just, they fizzle out at some point. Yeah, yeah. And uh and and in the end no one gives a shit about it. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story is don't be don't be a dick. You know what I mean? It's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. It's pretty easy. It's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what But I mean? it's cool it's cool because like the people I don't know, man, I know you've seen it a bunch. But like there's so many good people involved in things we do. Yeah. And and in the end I'm I'm extremely grateful for it, man. And like you just never stop learning, right? Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, fuck yeah, dude. I think that's a good fucking lesson to go out on, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want to do this again. You know, I, I want to do it in fucking person, man. I, I, what I really sure. got to what I really gotta do is throw, throw all this shit, uh, either figure out a way to pack it all up on a bike or throw the bike in my fucking van and just fucking, I think I got to do a cross-country tour and just like, and just go hang with motherfuckers and fucking ride around. Well, that's fucking, what you were doing and, with the DVD, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Man, yeah. and I, and seriously, dude, like, like, I don't think you understand the impact that it had on me. Like, yeah. that's good shit. Like, I thought that was so fucking cool, man, when Heck I first yeah. saw that. Like, it, it got me so excited about all this. And to see somebody that was that passionate about it and going all over the place and, and meeting other people who seemed like regular dudes that had the fucking coolest bikes I had seen, that made a huge impact on me, Truth. Fuck yeah, man. I'm glad, dude. That's why I did it. It was, it was, it, you know, it was, it was literally just to fucking document shit, man. Like, cause at the time, right. You got to remember, you know, like you remember like the two thousands, like the early to mid two thousands when all like the fucking, um, you know, the, you know, OCC started getting big and, and all the focus was on like big builders, you know? And it was like, to me, it's always been the dude that made shit in his garage that were like the real innovators or the people that like carried this shit on, you know what I mean? And I just wanted oh, to for sure. highlight that shit, you know what I mean? And, and, um, you know, and just make uh, some fun shit and, and, and document shit. It was like, and you had fun and you met people like teacher John, you met, you met people like <laughs> yeah. Dusty, like yeah. Dave Biller. And I mean, like those yeah. are people that'll be a lifelong impact, right? Yeah, like you're never going to meet people like that again. No, no. And it was like I said, and it was like, I made lifelong friends out of that shit, you know? And, and, you know, and, uh, you know, just through, 
through whether it's music scenes or the chopper scene or fucking even in the hot rod worlds and stuff. Like I've made people, I've made friends, you know, with people all across, you know, and, and, uh, and you know, whether it was doing the DVDs or just being out at a show, man. And I fucking, I fucking love it, man. And that's why I wanted to do it with the, with the, with the, you know, no one buys DVDs anymore. So that was like the whole impetus (laughs) behind like Chophead TV was just do it like, uh, cause we got asked to do it. And, uh, and, but like it just says like 22 minute episode type things, you know? And so just doing it like that now. Well, I think that's great, man. I mean, that's the stuff that spreads like all the positivity with all this, you know what I mean? And like, just, uh, I don't know. That's good stuff. Yeah, like that's, shit, that's yeah. literally why we all go and do this stuff. Yeah. You know, Fuck yeah. it ain't about money. It ain't about fame, which is yeah. funny and ironic. Right. But, yeah. uh, but like it, yeah, it's, but- because what you it's were talking people about. like you like like it's yeah. fucking good people man like that yeah. that's what i like feel like in the end i'm like man you know it's just those little interactions that make everything work worth it yeah and i think that's like an important distinction to make like what you were talking about earlier like you want to do shit that that's remembered but you're not trying to become famous on like some like fucking like commercial fucking fame like bullshit level like celebrity like you you when you were saying stuff like earlier i knew exactly what you meant but like just for people listening like i think it's important clarification like we do this shit like to do memorable shit like memorable cool shit but like not like for fame, you know what I mean? Or, or for yeah. money, like, you know what I mean? But like, you know, Oh yeah, we definitely don't have any of that. No, you know, I'm just stoked when I can pay all the fucking overhead, you know what I mean? Like you know, shop has a lot Same, of fucking dude. overhead, dude. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. You know, fucking, <laughs> I still do the, laser. yeah. I mean, every, I mean, I can't tell you that one month that wasn't a struggle, you know what I mean? No, but no. I wouldn't trade it for the world, dude. No. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Dude, that's like I I love it, you know. Like that the life I lead, I love it. People don't understand it. And the people that do, you know, I'm I'm grateful to be around them. And uh and yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. But fucking uh but yeah, dude, fuck yeah, man. Where can people uh find out more? Like uh what give out some of the uh the the websites or the social media for for your chopper shit, oh, shit. For, and for the for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so my shop is Jackson Shoppers. It's, uh, I guess it's on Instagram. Uh, I have a website, I believe, but, uh, <laughs> I know. we're all like that. I'm and, like, uh, I have not updated yeah. the Chopperhead website. I haven't so looked, looked at my website in a while. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, you go through all these other facets and stuff, but like, yeah. um, I think I have a Facebook. I share it from, Insta- I don't know. But yeah. anyway, um, I got the bike show, which is Texas time traveler, uh, our, our Texas time traveling vintage chopper show is what it is. Yeah. Um, that's going to be at the end of March. Um, I'm going to put out details about the party in October. And, uh, and man, I was just at a party today. Like there was down here in South Austin and it was fucking awesome, man. There were okay. so many bikes, so many people, cars, like everybody's having a good time. So things are somewhat getting back to normal. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just good to see people out and having fun like we yeah. should be. Absolutely. And I'll put all these links in the show notes so people can, uh, can, can go to the show yeah, notes I appreciate and, it, man. and check on that. But yeah. And dude, I think that's going to be the thing, man. Like I was at that show, like, you know, um, like I've been to a couple of motorcycle events and like everyone's just stoked. Like, I yeah, can, everybody's I, it, happy to be out, man. It's so rad that like, you know, like, I mean, it sucked that like for like a year and some months, like, you know, everything was kind of held down, but I hope everyone fucking breaks out of it and gets out and fucking participates in life, man. Because I was at that show in New York City, the Madball Murphy's Law and all that shit. Oh yeah, that looked fucking awesome. Dude. And dude, 
three three thousand people, everyone fucking smiling, everyone just grateful and having yeah. a fucking great time, man. And it was like it was so like fucking I don't know like it was so like fucking. I, I don't know. It gave me such like a boost, dude. Like, you know, like such a needed, like, like well, all this, yeah. all this shit has put things in perspective for people. I mean, like everything that came up, like, could you ever, I wouldn't have ever imagined this in like a million years dude, no. in my lifetime. Like the things that happened, right? No, no, it's fucking and crazy. Yeah. Like it was like a fucking television show every time you'd like turn on the news or whatever. Right? And, yeah. uh, and just all this stuff really put life in perspective for people, I think. And, and, and you know that's it's always good to take the positive thing out of all this, right? Yeah. And not dwell on any kind of the negatives because you don't know what could happen tomorrow. Yeah, so. absolutely. And so, fuck yeah, man. So yeah, get out there. It's gonna be a, there's a lot of shows coming up. There's gonna be a lot of fucking go go to your fucking favorite venue. Fucking support. Go to your fucking people yeah. putting on shows. Go support. Just be at shit because it, it's fucking important, man. And go get some vitamin D. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Planet X. Um, Planet X is coming. <laughs> you don't know what's happening tomorrow, so fucking like, go no, live while no. you can. <laughs> we got to do one with like we got to do one with, like uh, like a round table with like both you and Wino and shit. <laughs> fucking oh jeez, dude. <laughs> I lo- dude, Wino Wino is like one of the best people ever, man. Like yeah. I, I'm like it, it's like uh, you know uh, it's the same thing with like you know like I was saying before like your idols and stuff become your friends. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll stand around while he's talking. I'm, I'll be there with, and we're good friends now. And yeah. I'll still think like, man, how fucking cool is this? Like, oh, yeah. you know, like shit. I, I, I just, I'm, I, I'm just so happy and fortunate to be doing the things I do and be around the people I'm around that, you know, it's, uh, I love it. And and that's the best way to be, man. Just be grateful for, 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 for the life you have. And if, if you're not, then, make the changes to get you to be where you're living the life you want to live. And, and that, so you can be grateful. Oh, for absolutely. That day, every day. And, and the you, key is everybody that I'm around and myself are probably insane. Yeah. So would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the, the, the trick is finding <laughs> the, the complimentary insanity so that like, his, you, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the best yeah, thing you can't is go off the deep end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I got friends like, like where, you know, and, and I'm sure you got the same type of friends, like where you like, like both of you can't be off the rail at the same time or you know it's going to be fucking bad so like one oh, will always bad, yeah. one will always kind of pull back like 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 one of my best friends is a uh, packer ryan packer and, and, and the yeah i met him when he was down here yeah yeah slap shot in a yeah. war machine with me and and uh, yeah, we ride together man. yeah so like if he starts getting a little too much like i know to pull back because like <laughs> like if we're both like full retard like 100% like it's bad oh, you yeah. know? it's going to be bad the so, world's like, not ready for that yeah man. and so like the same if i start getting a little too like he starts pulling back and like we'll stop pulling me back so you got to find the complimentary insanity and to make to make shit work somehow we get we, we get it all going you know but well, fuck yeah, yeah man uh, i'm going to i'm going to hang this up here and uh, i'm just right going to shut this off but i'm not going to hang up so hold, hold up one second Thank you.